Kenneth left me on a Monday morning before I'd even had the chance to moose my hair, and I just stood there at the picture window with the drapes swung back and watched him get into that flashy red Mazda, which I didn't want him to get anyway, and drive away down Marnier Street and make a ride onto Seagram's. That's another thing I didn't want, to live in a subdivision where all the streets are named after some kind of liquor. But Kenneth thought that was cute because he runs a bartending school, which is where he met Lydia to begin with. I'll come back for the rest of my things, he said, and I wondered just what he meant by that. What was his and what was mine? Where are you going to live, in a pup tent? I asked and took the towel off my head. I have the kind of hair that will dry right into big clumps of frosted-looking thread if I don't comb it out fast. Once, well before I met Kenneth at the Holiday Inn Lounge where he was giving drink-mixing lessons to the staff, I wrote a personal ad and described myself as having angel hair, knowing full well that whoever read it would picture flowing blonde curls, when what I really meant was the stuff that you put on a Christmas tree or use to insulate your house. I also said I was average size which, at the time, I was. I'm moving in with Lydia, he said in his snappy, matter-of-fact way, like I had just trespassed on his farmland. Lydia. It had been going on for a year and a half, though I had only known of it for six weeks. Lydia. A name so old-sounding, even my grandmother wouldn't have touched it. Well, give her my best, I said, like you might say to a child who is threatening to run away from home. Send me a postcard, I said and laughed, though I already felt myself nearing a crack, like I might fall right into it. A big, dark crack. Me and five years of Kenneth and liquor streets and the microwave oven that I'd just bought to celebrate our five years of marriage and the fact that I had finally started losing some of the weight that I had put on during the first two years. Why did you do this? he asked when he came home that day smelling of coconut because he had been teaching piña coladas and approached that microwave oven that I had tied up in red ribbon. It's our anniversary, I said, and told him that he was making me so hungry for macaroons or those hostess snowballs with all that pink coconut. I'd lost 30 pounds by that time and needed to lose only 10 more and they were going to take my after picture and put me on the wall of the diet center, along with all the other warriors. That's what they called us, who had conquered fat. But this is a big investment, Kenneth said and picked up the warranty. Five years, and he stared at that like it had struck some chord in his brain that was high-pitched and off-key. Five years, That's how long it had been since we honeymooned down at Sea Island, Georgia, and drank daiquiris that Kenneth said didn't have enough rum, and ate all kinds of wonderful food that Kenneth didn't monitor going down my throat like he came to do later. Well, sure, it's an investment, I told him. Like a marriage. Guaranteed for five years, he said, and then got all choked up, Tried to talk, but cried instead, and I knew something wasn't right. I sat up half the night waiting for him to say something. Happy anniversary? You sure do look good these days, anything. It must have been about 2 a.m. when I got out of him the name Lydia, and I didn't do a thing but get up and out of that bed and start working on the mold that wedges in between those tiles in the shower stall.
That's what I do when I get upset, because it's hard to eat while scrubbing, and because there's always mold to be found if you look for it. You'll have to cross that bridge when you come to it, my mama always said, and when I saw Kenneth make that right turn onto Seagram's, I knew I was crossing it right then. I had two choices. I could go back to bed, or I could do something.'